Welcome to We're Talking Bears, where uncle and nephew give you a breakdown of the latest Bears experience. I'm uncle. And I'm nephew. And we're Bears talking, talking Bears. Bears. Yeah. What's yeah. the word, unc? Uh, <laughs> you looking real unclish yeah. today. You know, I, I just uh, uh, had to dye my beard. You know what I mean? I got the, I got the just you got for the fountain, You got the fountain of youth. <laughs> <laughs> All last season, you look different. <laughs> Did I? Oh, I, I ain't really been, you know, watching. <laughs> man, yeah, you got the fountain of you going, man. <laughs> hey, but about about this game, about this game, I'm not gonna lie. I'm um, it, it never feels good to lose, man. It never feels good to lose, especially when you when you have high hopes for your well, not high hopes in the sense of winning, but we, you know, we want to see uh the 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 new young talent um you know, find their way and kind of and kind of jail a little bit with the rest of the team. The second half looked great to me, man. The second half looked great after being down 21 to three uh, in the, in the well, 21 to 10. I believe we scored right before the half, if I'm not mistaken. We scored before the half. Um, but 20, 21 to three was the score until just just before halftime. And then to see them be able to find some success moving the ball down the field, I was I was happy about that. Uh, Kirk Cousins starting off 17 and 17. <laughs> After they said, oh, his record is he was is like three or three, four, four, five, five. Like, oh, he was 12 or 12 as his best showing, and he's 17 and 17. That kind of upset me a little bit. But I mean, we fought, we fought back. Uh, we even took the lead at a point. So I, I can't say I was disgusted in this game. Um, of course, we would want the W, but um, I don't know, man. I'm kind of optimistic at, at, after what I've seen, other than the way that we lost the game, like the last play, <laughs> that, you know, disappointing, oh, to say the least. Yeah. What what uh, what's your take on? Um, man, uh, I would say from a from a fan perspective, this game was a very good like don't panic game. You know what yeah. I mean? Because last week was a little bit of a panic game. Like we looked yeah. out of our depth last week against a Giants team that I mean they just beat the Packers, so they're not as trash as we assumed, but they're not a good team and we could tell that when we were in there watching them. So like they have obvious deficiencies and we looked like a JV team against them at times. So um, it it definitely helped me from the sense of like, you know, stuff I wanted to see from our coaching stuff. I wanted to see from our players on the field. They definitely picked up um, just a lot of the slack that was just left hanging last week. So um, kudos to them. Kudos for tightening it up. Um, I would say most improved from from week to week. Obviously, we got to go to Fields, man. He was he was looking like the best player on either team, um, including Justin Jefferson. Uh, and uh, he was just you know a couple of penalties and bad snaps and drops away from having probably the best game of his career. So, um, and he was still he probably still was the best game of his career, truthfully speaking. Um, maybe yeah. the, maybe the Pittsburgh game. Um, stands out as as maybe the only other one so uh his very young career I might remind you that was with his 15th start so it's good mm-hmm. to see that progress it's good to see the progress from our coaches um you know but uh it's still a L you know so it don't feel good going down yeah what what about those drops man I remember last uh last episode we spoke about um being able to tell if we have uh, good receivers if they're just average receivers or you know being able to um get the ball to them so we can actually see what kind of skill set that they have uh, I felt like this game Justin found 
found them more than he had been finding them before. And man, some of them guys, man, um, Pettis comes to mind. Man, did he, did he catch anything? Like, no. this is like his hands are uh, got they're allergic to the ball or something. I, I couldn't understand, man. And um, just some of the just the struggles we've had, man. It's like when we get when you get open and he finds you, goddamn it, catch the ball. You know what I mean? So um, that he frustrated me to say the least yesterday, man. I wouldn't be upset if we don't see him on the field too much. I, I would be upset forward. if we just if we just cut him outright from the roster because yeah, uh, quite frankly, we're getting to kill Harry back. Hopefully, he can catch because this is two games in a row where we've had critical third downs. And Pettis has dropped them both. Well, actually, no, he dropped three third downs. He dropped, I was about to say in the past yeah. two games. Like he dropped he two just targets. last game. Yeah. He's had three targets in two games, all on third downs, and he's dropped all three of them. And yeah. I, you can't be on an NFL roster, dude. Like right. what you supposed to be doing out there? You just run. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, dude, just buy a treadmill if that's all you're gonna be doing <laughs> out there. So I mean, we got to get rid of him. He's not helping the team. Put Vilas Jones out there. You know, we saw yeah. him take the little uh jet sweep and, and run that straight into the end zone so i'd rather see that on third down or Nikhil Harry trying to catch that jump ball um yeah. that threw over that giants cornerback head last week um really was the same ball you know he just had less less coverage um so you can't even say it was the coverage against the giants man that's that both of them hit him in the hands so right. get rid of pettis for sure but the rest of our receivers as a whole uh man we got to shout out darnell uh man first of all this show, I just wanted to be officially stated in case it hasn't been said before. This is a Darnell Mooney stan account. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's the I love yeah. that guy. His work ethic is crazy. You know, he's man, that one-handed grab was man. Sick. That was a sick. crazy, crazy catch, man. That's like the, I think the only catch I've seen this year better than that is the George Pickens catch. And yeah. um, when he went yeah. like backwards and sideways, that's that's the only thing I think even competes with it this year. So, you know, catch yeah. a year candidate out of out of Darnell, um, you know. But other than that, man, is our receiving core, bro, is just yeah, whew, whew, it, it's hurting to watch. Yeah. What do you what do you think about uh? The, I felt like in this game, um, we didn't find as much success as we found with the run over the last couple of weeks, few weeks. Was that game planning? Um, is that that we did we not go to it enough? Or what, what do you think as far as the run? Because usually we're able to run pretty successfully. Uh, and not that I don't like to see us mix it up, but do you think they were more so playing on top of the run and we were able to take advantage of that? Or what do you think is the cause for us not having the success we had in the run? I think absolutely. Um, from what I saw, they were lined up. Uh, uh, more specifically to take away the run. Plus they have, you know, some really big defensive tackles uh, clogging that middle. Tomlinson is like freaking 340 some pounds. Like he's, they just hard dudes to move. Plus we got Cody Whitehair is injured. So Lucas Patrick is a center. He's starting at left guard. Um, so that kind of, that affects your run game. We saw a lot of the successful big gains we had. Um, we ran left behind Cody Whitehair. So, not having him, obviously, that's that's going to make an impact for us. So hopefully we get him back uh, at some point during the season or, or you know, we can find a, a solution there that puts our offensive line back at full strength because, you know, we, we saw some musty problems again, you know. And, and yeah. Pops ain't here to defend him today. 
<laughs> but he needs some defense, man. He, every game is like some botched snaps. It's some, you know, something to to take our offense off schedule, and it's coming from Mustafer, like yeah. week after week. Um, but as far as the running game specifically, um, yeah, man, they were keying on it a lot more. Um, injuries, the whole shebang. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, uh, it was a particular play. I believe I believe it was Mustafer uh, lined up. Um, uh snapping the ball man and um i just remember i don't know i think whatever uh the defense was doing you know they have their little blitz packages or whatever but all i know is that he snapped the ball and then he goes forward there's no one there's no one over him so he's not blocking anyone someone uh the someone slips around like on from the right side right down on um fields you know what i'm saying gets gets the pressure to him uh, pretty much right off the snap. And, and I, I don't know, it's like, do you guys just not know the assignments? Do they, I mean, you get what I'm saying? Because I, in my mind, if if it's five of us and then five guys line up in front of us and we snap the ball and I'm not blocking anybody, it, it's probably a problem. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I never played on the line. Um, I don't know what's, what's, what all the techniques are, and you know, but they need to work on that because I don't understand how you snap the ball you got guys lined up to the right or to the left of you. You're not blocking anyone, but you're going towards the linebackers and your guys getting stopped in the backfield. It's like, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. um, I don't know. All right. Our O-line still obviously needs work. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Obviously. So I don't know. Maybe I'm just expecting too much. I'm just not used to seeing that. It's like, man, at least be a body out there. You get what I'm saying? Block the guy across from you. I would try expecting too much because you're just expecting them to block the same number of people, you know, that they have to attempt to block. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I call that it, it, look, it sounds so simple. <laughs> the math ain't math is what you say. Right. right. I Absolutely. definitely know what you say. From a protect from a protection scheme standpoint, um, that's on the offensive coordinator. Uh, not necessarily the execution of it. But making sure that either your quarterback or your center has something that can check into more protection. Like, and we saw Fields had his best passing day of the season by far. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And we for saw sure. the protection was the best it's been this season by far. True. And what that means, well, what what I saw is we had a lot of max protects. We had a lot of tight ends staying in full time blocking, not just chipping. Every yeah. running back chipped before they ran out. Montgomery was back, which makes a huge difference in pass pro. Absolutely, Lil um, Herbert. That's one area where he's he's not on that level yet. That demo is at. So pay that man. Um, right, right. So uh, it's you know it's a combination of factors when when you see people go unblocked, and sometimes it's the quarterback. It's just the quarterback's responsibility to just get the ball out and beat that guy, or or right. you know beat him on a bootleg or whatever. But when you're just sitting in the pocket, sitting still, and it's, ed it's edge rushers coming free, that's never supposed to happen. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's it, yeah. you got you got to see some talent increase, uh, some familiarity with the system increase. Um, you know, the options they give them to audible to at the line of scrimmage increase something. But we gotta we gotta fix that. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, man. It, it's, it's an L, and that's not good, but. I felt great about the game, um, more so like the second half. You know, right at the end of the first half when, when he hit Mooney and we were able to get in the end zone. Through the rest of the game, I think it was a good game for us. Right. Um, from there, I think we we probably had, what, like uh, 12, it was maybe 12 to 7, I think, they from there um, after that. So 
I mean, that's a, that's a W. If we were able to come out stronger, start off a little bit better, you know, that's good. So it was a lot of things, like you said, on the offense, being able to see us start to move the ball down the field in ways we haven't. Um, Fields having, his, like you said, his best passing day of the season, it, it's, it's huge for us. So um, as much as I want to be so as much as I am salty that we got the L, um, I'm excited at some of the things I'm seeing. And, and um, again, I don't think anybody has any expectation for us to win this year. So hopefully these are just good things to bowl for the future. Um, of course, we always want to win. I wanted to ask you, how do you feel about the success that we have now as we watch the team? We want to see them succeed and do well. How much of that is um, we want to see the team have um, good draft picks for the next year. What do you, what's your thought process on that? Man, I, I think I said a couple of weeks ago, something like, um, you know, like this, this year, we know a couple of things. Poles is not getting fired based on their performance this year. Uh, Getsy not getting fired. Eberflus not getting fired. So, uh, and we know that Justin Fields would be on the roster next year. And he right. would be our QB one because it don't make sense to draft a QB when you got nothing around him and a, and a young, talented kid like Fields right there. Even if you don't like Fields as the GM, like you're not replacing him right now. So the only thing that matters for this year to me is A, Fields' development and making sure that he is protected and allowed to learn to use his talents to influence the game in ways only he can. Like that 52-yard TD run, you got to – like the, the penalties on stuff like that, man, they're killing us. And they're killing field yeah. confidence too because that's the refs basically sub, subconsciously saying, nah, you're not supposed to get away with that. Right. And, and how many times did they say that before he starts to believe it? You know, right. how many times did they hit him in the head before he was asking like, oh, when I slide, you know, maybe I'll get those calls when I'm three or four years in. That's what he literally said. That was a quote from him or something like that. So, like, you can't you can't do that to a young quarterback over and over and over again and then expect that never to have an impact. So we don't want to see him taking these hits. We don't want to see him having these receivers drop passes that he's right. times on these dudes. Right. That pass to Pettis uh, on third and 15 or whatever it was, like, he, he threw a 25-yard – touch pass over the safety safety jumped couldn't get it right over him drop right into drop right into the zone so that Pettis could catch that drop right into his hands and drop right to the floor <laughs> dude that's a catch for anybody man like yeah. caught that that's that's easy that was an easy route easy catch so what's up right. you know so um it, we definitely can't keep hurting fields this year and as far as draft picks like we got to put some talent around them. So I want a high draft pick. I don't want us to, to win a ton of games. Frankly, I like, I, I love to see us win. Yeah. But, we need but only if we're going to be able to really compete and exactly. yeah. And be in it to actually make a, make a stand to, to go somewhere. You don't just want to just miss the playoffs or, you know, make it in and you can't, you're not really able to compete with anybody who's, who's there. And I, I agree. I agree. I've been missing our boy on defense. And I know um, we, we lost Mac last year. No, not no, not Rob. No, um, now he's been out there. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> Robert I, Quinn. I thought you were saying that he wasn't showing up on tape. I was like, ah, kind of. Robert Quinn, man, Robert Quinn. Like, well, we can't. We're not getting pressures to quarterback. I mean, we're not sacking the quarterback like I feel like we should. Like I like I would like to see. Some games I go and I look and wonder is Quinn out there? You know what I mean? And I know it's not just him. 
Um, I know he probably gets double teamed and different things like that, but we got to figure something out, man, because that's what we do good. That's what I like to see, man, keeping that pressure on the quarterback. Um, and like like I said, we Mac is gone. We, we knew he was gone. We don't want our defense to just keep taking steps back. I want to see them be able to continue to be the Bears defense that we know them to be, man. And I'm not going to lie, I've been missing that guy. Um, do you think that we – that we um, what's, what am I trying to ask? Do you think that he – would have been a nice piece to move to, to get some talent for him, or do you think we should have him there? I mean, right now, I don't think he's having much of an impact. Um, what, what's your what's your insight on that? I mean, uh, from what I heard, he said he doesn't want to move. Um, he said he he's happy here. He don't want to leave Chicago, yada, yada. Of course, he collecting a fat-ass check, so I wouldn't want to leave you. <laughs> but realistically speaking, um, as far as the rebuild goes, um, it, the likelihood is He's either not going to be valuable in that window that we need him to be valuable in for all the money he's collecting, or he's not going to have a chance to compete, you know what I mean, for him, for his own self, for any other uh, championships or accolades that he might want to go for. So, I mean, that's personal to him. He might not want to. Uh, he might not yeah. care. But, um, I mean, if you don't care about competing and winning for a champion, competing for a championship, like, why are you here? You know, right. that's that's how right. I see it. So, uh, like, I don't I don't think it's effort for him. He's a professional. You know, he right. goes up every day and laces up his boots. So, um, I think I think sacks come in bunches, though. Um, you know, you get matchups, you get guys that are good, aren't good. You know, guys that watch your tape don't watch so much. Um, and, and, and you know, you beat some of them, and you don't beat others. So, I'm not going to be too hard on him to about week ten. If he if he got less okay. than sacks come week ten. Yeah. Um, it might well that's that's kind of too late to trade him, I guess, but you know, yeah. it is. But here's but that being said, how do you feel about like what our draft needs are coming up? Because we talked about one in a high pick, but we got all these needs on offense. We need a pass rusher very clearly. Uh, you know, we we still have needs in the secondary, um, at cornerback as well, because we only have two competent corners right now at best. Um so, so what, what do you see as the draft needs? Like, what would you, where would you rank them? Um, to be honest, I'm, I'm the O-line, the O-line is still, um, to me, my focus. But like you said, shortly behind them, I think it, it is, well, on defense, I think it's tough. I think it's tough. I want to, I want to uh, get some pass, get a pass rusher, get, get someone else out there, um, kind of coupled with um, somebody like, um, drawing a blank what are we just talking about Quinn yeah, yeah Quinn Roquan and Quinn in our defense but um we need those guys in the secondary to be able to stick somebody and man it's been looking bleak lately yeah. um granted we're, we're missing Jalen Johnson so that's you know that's a uh a stopper you know a, a defensive stopper that we have um but I just think we just need to shore up that strip the secondary because I mean what good is it if you have somebody rushing the passer but your receivers are getting open immediately off the line. It doesn't even matter. I'm just going to snap it and throw it, and you're not going to have enough time to get to me anyway. So, honestly, for us right now, I would say, because I don't think, for the most part, other than, um, who was it, the Giants ran over us. They made us look pretty. And I think the Packers actually did, too. Usually, I think we do pretty good, um, to be honest with you. That's just me. I think worse what I've seen is is how they've been attacking our rookie in the, in the secondary and we've we've just kind of been getting killed um, that way. So I'll, my focus, honestly, on defense will probably start with the secondary, and then I will try to 
get enough, get some more pass rushing um, down there. That would be me. But then O-line is still like, I feel like they're the one A and one B is the O-line and then that, that defensive piece. No, because we no, wide it. Out, no top tier wide out. To I mean, yeah, yeah, Mooney. yeah. And you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. I think, yeah, but what you said, something that, that, that made sense to me too. We're getting, we're getting uh, Harry back. Um, I want to see what we're able to do. I want to see who is who. You get what I'm saying? On our on our receiving core now. So we can see who we need to cut ties with. Like we said, we see with Pettis. We don't need Pettis out there. That What he's bringing to us is not helping. Um, but to really be able to legitimately see where guys are at. You get what I'm saying? Mooney's our number one right now. Is he a number one? Is he a two? You get what I'm saying? Um, Making catches like that. That's know. what I said. I mean, I think I think so. I think so. And I'm 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 not really in question about him. I guess that's just what I'm saying for our receiving room in general. I want to see who's who, who we can expect uh and what we can expect from, from those guys. Then we can know who we're replacing. You get what I'm saying, and, and who's gonna be in, in um what capacity for our offense. But absolutely, I think we need that. But I still prior to that, I think the O-line just needs to be able to stand down. Give them time, no matter who you, no matter if you have a top flight receiver or if you just have um, Mooney and some other guys that are professional players, that's fine too. Give them an opportunity to make plays. Right. Because at the end of the day, we we still need a shot. Yeah. And it starts in the trenches. How much better Fields is with good protection. Like if you give that and, time, right. unstoppable. And to be honest with you, I think a lot of times players in any sport um can look better based on things like that. Like if you if you're a receiver, you might not be you might not be able to get separation that quickly. But if you have a good online and a great quarterback who can find you, he might be able to make you look pretty good. You know what I'm saying? And you might actually learn and kind of develop from that. Now, when the help you have around you is struggling, it's kind of hard, especially if you're not that top flight guy. You go, I'm, I can just, I'm stronger than them. I'm faster than them. Unless you're that type of guy, you really need that quarterback to put the ball in the right spot for you. You really need the line to give you the time. To, you need all those pieces on your side working with you. Um, yeah. And I feel like once we have that, once we have that a, a little bit better, more short up, I think even some of the guys we have, other than Pettis, because you don't drop balls, that's not something that's just going to fix itself. But other than him, I think we probably have some pretty good receivers uh, that, that can be serviceable. Now, I would like to get us like, uh, I mean, they talked about Galladay coming here. I'd like to have somebody that when it's, when it's trouble, he got one-on-one, throw it to him. <laughs> throw it to him. I, I would love to have somebody like that. So I'm, I'm with that. But uh, first, I just want to keep uh, Fields out there able to play and give him an opportunity. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm, I'm 100% with you on that. Like, man, it's, it's just hard to watch a team that we have these pieces like Fields like Eddie Jackson, like Jalen Johnson and Roquan and Montgomery that are like championship caliber pieces, you right. know what I mean? Like it, given time and given the right situation, like obviously, you know, Eddie Jackson can struggle when he's made to be a box safety. I think he's been, he's been the deep single high safety, something like 70% this year. And you see now he's an all pro again, you know, and right. last year when they were like, Oh, is Eddie Jackson even any good anymore? Dude was playing in a box. Like, freaking 60% of the snaps because we didn't right. have anybody else that could be that's, you know, that box guy. So Brisker is there now. Brisker's been playing lights out. Yeah. Um, and suddenly Eddie Jackson's excelling again. So we just, we just have so many holes, you know what I mean? Like if we had defensive tackles that could eat up blocks and let Roquan run free, like right. he could, you know, go out there and show what he's made of, but it's just hard watching 
you know, and, and seeing all of the prognostication and all the, you know, the media, oh, they don't have this and they don't have that. And some of it, they were right. Some of it, they were wrong. Yeah. They were wrong about, but, um, you know, the parts where, you know, it's undeniable, the receiving room, the protection, um, it's, it's hard to watch. I got a question. What is a successful season? look like as far as our record this year for you? Uh, of course, you said we kind of have a light schedule, so games we should be able to win. But considering that we still are in a rebuild and we want to draft in a decent spot, like we discussed, we don't want to be one of those teams that's like uh, just missing the playoffs and, you know, or just making it in and you really can't compete with anybody. Um, what's what's ideal from your, from your perspective? I mean, that's tough to say because you never know how the season's going to shake out, you know? Um, right. But I would say, like, with our remaining schedule, man, we've got some tough games coming up. we got the Cowboys coming into town, the Patriots who just shut out the Lions. Um, you know, we've got to play the Packers again. The Eagles are rolling through, then the Bills. So, honestly, I think we got a good couple of L's coming up. I'm not going to front you. Um, I would say we could probably win out of those, what, five games I just said. We'd probably win two of those. Um but realistically, I think we could beat everybody else on our calendar. Um, we get the Vikings again, the Lions again, um, the Jets, the Falcons, um, the Commanders, the Dolphins, who just lost both of their quarterbacks. So I would say if we came out the rest of the season, um, what's it, 12 games left, six and six, um, and we end up, was eight and nine. That's not yeah. a bad year for us. Uh, yeah. I think I think we're still a little too good to get a really good draft pick, but yeah. that should put us around the you know fifteen to twenty range, which that you'll you'll get some good you'll get some good players there, um, and, and you won't be waiting and, and picking at the bottom of the round and, and whatnot like the playoff team. So that'll have to do for it. But yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I just think it's sometimes hard. And I was asking you. I like it. I like your insight to that, but I think it's kind of hard when you're thinking for next season and you like, okay, we want to get some guys in the draft, but it's like, but well, we want to win too. <laughs> we want to we no. see them win every, every time we watch them, every time they lace them up and go out there, we're looking for them to succeed. And like you said, knowing that we have pieces like a, a Montgomery, a Mooney, a Fields, a Roquan, we know what they're capable of. So when they get rolling, we're like, oh, we're not like, oh no, turn it off guys. We need to, we need to draft. You know? <laughs> so I get it. It's hard to say. It's hard to say that, but um, a little bit. Yeah, but just being reasonable, you get what I'm saying? Just with the expectations, um, ideally, you get what I'm saying? We would be able to get some pieces like that to put around Justin. I mean, we're going to need it. So I agree. I think I honestly think I was thinking that's I know we got 17 games this season. I had us around like the 500. I figured if we were 500 this year, that to me, that's that's a good that's a good year. Um, we just want I just want to see us making, like you said, making the right decision, seeing if the coaches are using our pieces the right way and just seeing that we're growing because you're not sometimes the other guy's stronger than you sometimes it's faster and sometimes they just make make plays but if we can develop and grow then, then we'll get there. and I, like you said I feel like Fields is the guy to do it man we've seen some incredible things from Justin Fields and so um, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm excited man I'm looking forward to it this is one of them really bittersweet weeks because I feel like the the second part of the game was amazing <laughs> <laughs> Second half. That was the best second half of football I've seen from the Bears in, in some time, you know. Yeah. Um, maybe since the Pittsburgh game last year, you know. Yeah. 
So here's a question. How do you feel like Eberflus is doing in his first year with his play calling, with his situation, his clock management, you know, halftime adjustments, like initial, you know, the game starts. Give me a sense of what you think, you know, Eberflus is looking like. like is this- um, I think he's doing a good job, honestly. I think um, – I don't think anything is perfect. You get what I'm saying? I think he has uh, some learning to do as well with the personnel that he has. Um, but I think he's been doing a good job. What I can say is that even as bad as we've looked at times in some of these games, uh, the things we've said about Mustafa, the things we've said about Pettis and guys like that, we've been in every game. Other than the Packers kicking our behinds, every other game we've had an opportunity to win right down to the end. Um, the Giants game didn't work out that way in this in this game against the Vikings didn't work out that way. But these are games we're in. Even with the, with the poor playing that we've seen from some of the, the talent that we have, He's been able to, I feel like, make some decisions that are able to keep us around so that we have an opportunity. And I feel like that's all you can really ask for when you're rebuilding. You want to see that a guy is knowledgeable of his personnel, that he knows what their strengths and their weaknesses are, and that he can kind of exploit those within the game to give us the best opportunity. And if you're doing that, I feel like that's all you can be asked as a coach, somebody who's on the sidelines. All I can do is try to put you in position to go out there and be a star but it's up to you to go out there and make the play. So as best as he can, I think he's doing a good job with that, especially with it being year one. Um, I think he'll have some grunt pains, but I think he, I think he's taking it on the chin, man. I think he's doing good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm 100% with you on that. Like, you know, it's it's like you said, year one of him being a head coach, Flus being a, um, I mean, uh, Getsy being an OC. Um, so, yeah, there's definitely been some growing pains and some stuff I've been really frustrated by decision wise, because, you know, I just I'll just sit there and play Madden. So that's just, right. rap, you know, you know, two minute drills and clock management. You got to do all that crap yourself. Right. Right. But for for doing it real game action and live situations and, you know, ain't no ain't no, you know, BS. Uh, I think he's doing a pretty good job. I want to see us start the games better, though, because yeah. we keep having really good defensive second halves. Like, I think we allowed one touchdown this week in the second half, and that's the only one all year. I was going to say the only one, yeah. And then, like, you know, stronger offense usually, um, you know, say for the Green Bay game where it was the other way around, things usually improve as the game goes on. The halftime adjustments have been killer. Like, I've, I've loved the halftime adjustments. Right. But how come we're not doing that? Like, how come we can't start off? Adjust, right. <laughs> you know. Right. I mean? No, I get it. I get it. They, they come kick us in the mouth, and then we come swing back. And I, I love that we swing it back. That's great and good football yeah. teams have to do that. But you know, it's just like we got to start off that way. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Sometimes I feel like it's kind of the David and Goliath thing in a sense. Though I feel like we sometimes get outmatched by some of the guys we go against, and it's like, all right, go get the dog on slingshot, man. <laughs> I thought you could fight him with your hands. <laughs> And I think sometimes that's that's what it is, just trying to figure out what our advantages might be. You get what I'm saying week to week. And it's just my speculation, because I think there is a way that as a, as the, the head guy in charge, you can be knowledgeable and know who you're going against and what you're coming into. But sometimes I feel like it's like, OK, you know, I have to find out where we actually match up. You get what I'm saying? We have our professional guys out there and it's like you don't think that your Mustafa is going to get just hip tossed to the side. Like that's like, OK, now that I see that's happening, you get what I'm saying? You think like, all right, you're a big guy. He's a big guy. You can at least, you know, and I feel like sometimes you figure out that, hey, it might take two of you to, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I think that's all, like I said, part of the growing pains. But I can definitely agree with you. I would like to see us start off better 
Um, because like you said, some of the second halves have been great. And if we could have started off that way in the beginning, these are W's when we're looking at probably four and one right now, or at least three and two. So, um, I mean, I think that's, I think that's it, but I think with time and I think those are the types of things I hope we can get to by the time we bring in those other pieces to help solidify some of the holes. I think we're, I hope we're growing in that way the whole time and that that just becomes the culture of our team. So when we add in those other pieces, it just enhances us and we're able to just keep getting better. So, so follow-up question to that. Like we've said, you know, we've seen improvement from Getsy with his play calling and understanding his personnel. We've seen improvement from Flus, um, like you said, with the situations and the management and, you know, they're learning. Obviously, Fields is progressing too. Where do you think the ceiling is on specifically the coaching? You know, like how much better do you think it can get? And do you think that there will be a point where, you know, the coaching – you know, no matter what the matchup you said is, we still got, you know, Dante Pettis, you know, running right. routes rather than, you know, Odell Beckham. So, like, where do you think the coaching is going to take us this year as far as, um, you know, like, like how good do you think it can get? Because I, I just want to know if if our coaches continue to improve, our players continue to improve, cool. But, you know, where, where does it stop? Where do, where do we, you know, run into the wall? That's a good question. Um, and I can just speculate, to be honest with you, uh, from, from what I see. I think that if I had to guess, I don't I think our ceiling is pretty high um, because, like you said, if you got guys like Pettis who, who are dropping balls, you're struggling to even get the ball out. You get what I'm saying? Because of the types of pressures Fields has been having. I think well, they say he was pressured over 50 percent of his snaps. Um, that was just coming into this week. So, um I think that if you're able to be creative, I think that shows a lot of um, of what I like to see from a coach. If I if you can go out there with a guy or with guys that are not uh, that are maybe outmatched, um, you know, not big enough, not fast enough, but you're able to kind of be creative with how you do things. To me, that's always what it's about, because sometimes you'll have the better individual on your side, sometimes the better individual man may be on the other side of the ball at whatever position it, it may be, but knowing how to, how to call a game, um, I think it's very important. And I think we've seen signs of it. Um, like you said, the, the, the toss to, uh, who was it? St. Brown, who was it? No, it was Bellis Jones yeah. who got the, who got the uh, toss to the, to the end zone. Um, plays like that. I think, man, switch it up. It's like, we run the ball a lot. That's, it was a pass, but it's kind of a run, you know, it's like using some of our strengths, but in a different way. Um, he found a way to help get fields, get the ball downfield a lot more this game. Um, and of course, we know the O-line had to look better, but whatever the calls are, whatever way you try to match that up so that we can have that, you get what I'm saying? So that he's at, so that we're able to block for longer, give him more time in the pocket. Um, and I think that's important. I think we've been seeing it and like you said, the halftime adjustments, I think that's a big sign of uh, the ceiling of our coaches is the ability to whatever with whatever talent you have out there to make those adjustments that keep you competitive. And so that, that's what I like to see. Yeah, that's good. That's good, too. Um, man, it's, it's really good to hear, too, because, man, like I I see them sometimes and I, you know, I'm real critical. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. when I see it's only right. Things, I'm like, ah, like ah, that really that really gets to me, you know, when I see them. Uh, just punt it away on third and two when we not when I know we're not going to get the ball back, you know, stuff like right. that. Uh, that really that really eats at my confidence in them. So it's good to hear that, you know, you're you're still high on the on the potential yeah. of the coach. And I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I agree with you on that. I would have just loved to see um, the, the opportunity 
for the guy not to botch the punt and just to see what he had in mind. You get what I'm saying? Because I, I remember Scottie Pippen, and this is off the subject of football, but I remember Scottie Pippen saying that Phil Jackson uh, was racist because he dropped the play for Tony Kukoc. But I was going to say it was Tony Kukoc hit the shot. You get what I'm saying? He hit it. Right. He hit it. So it's like sometimes it may be unexpected or me, we may be like, man, why did you call that? But when it works, it's like, hey, good job. You know what I'm saying? And, and that game, we got the we, – we're supposed to get the ball. <laughs> right. And so things where it's like, I can, I can agree with you and I can see what you're saying. I wouldn't have been against him going for it there on the third and two, but we did, we should have had another opportunity. And so I can't say I'm totally against what he did because the plan was to get the ball back. He got it back. We struggled to move it all day. So I don't know if that would have been our better opportunity to score from the punt away and being maybe further down the field. I don't know if that was better for us or not, but I know he would have given us an, an opportunity, and, and that's all I can ask for as, as a fan. Yeah, I mean, and maybe, and maybe if Vila said have caught that, you know, he'd have did some Devin Hester stuff. So, and you know what? That's that's what I'm hoping. I mean, and Devin Hester only got to do it because he had the opportunity, you know. So, the guy got to catch the ball, and then when it doesn't work out, we can look back in hindsight and say, okay, they didn't make it doing it this way. Maybe the other way was better, but they got to come to play first. Mm-hmm. For sure, I definitely agreed on that one. Um, yeah, man. hey. It's, I wanted to say it's nice to have my boy Cairo Santos back. I know he has some personal things going on. The backup kicker we had came in and did his thing, but it's always good to have our boy back there, man. I'm a, I'm real high on Santos. I think he's going to be clutch for us, man, to be able to put up points as we if we struggle moving down the field. It's nice to have a guy who can keep you on the board, put keep putting points up. Oh yeah, you know Cairo is out there knocking them fifty yarders down like it was candy, bro. like it's nothing. <laughs> Light work. So, you know, it's always good to have that man back there kicking. You know, he gave me yeah. that same confidence that, that Robbie Gold used to give us, you know. So when I when I saw when I saw um Santos come out for a kick late uh at the game yesterday, I walked out the room. <laughs> I was like, that's three. <laughs> we, right. We got it. Yeah. And he and he is, man. He's good like that most of the time, man. He doesn't he doesn't too much uh slouch on that. Doesn't too much slouch on that. But I wanted to get your opinion on the end of the game. The end of the game. Oh boy, man, what was he? What was he thinking? I mean, he wasn't. <laughs> it's like really, real talk. He wasn't thinking. He, right. he stiff armed that first dude, and he thought he was Adrian Peterson. That's really. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> it just, you know, he just, he just ripped that. He babied the man. So man, uh, and it just, it feels so bad for that to be your team. It's like, dude. Yeah. Uh, that hurt. That hurt to watch too, because I I was sure that Fields was about to man. I thought he's imagine lace it up down the field, you know, knock down these little out routes and check downs, and and we were gonna turn that man. It was that was gonna be the comeback of the year, but uh, it wasn't to be. It wasn't yeah. to be. But I mean, I would say from a from a growth standpoint, just on the topic of Fields, just to touch on that one more time, like I I love to see that from him that he's not only overcoming you know all the shortcomings that uh you know the team around him has but he's he's overcoming all this you know slander from the media he's overcoming a lot of heat from you know you know they asking him man the press conferences they be having with this man after are brutal (laughs) (laughs) they really not you right out there sometimes so uh it's, it's really good to see that man keep his head straight you know, all that adversity in the first half, he ain't flinched, man. That's a that's a killer mindset, man. I like to see yeah. that. And, um, yeah. and it gets me real excited about the future. 
Like how yeah. good do you think he's even going to get this year with this supporting cast? If this is like five weeks of improvement, you know what I mean? If he yeah. can do this, you know, that man is, that man is uh, making lemonade out of, <laughs> out of stuff that's not lemonade, you know? So yeah, I, I agree. I agree. On the pod. I got to keep the, Keep the swear words to a minimum. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, all right. This is the look. This is the explicit version, <laughs> <laughs> Uncle and nephew. Explicit. Oh yeah. We really, we're really gonna tell you about the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got this Thursday game coming up, man. What do you think about the the Washington Commanders? Um, I'm excited, man. I'm excited for the Thursday game. Um. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I'm a bad person ass, man. Every week I'm saying we're gonna win. I'm saying um, a lot of things, but you know what? And the, we, I feel like we see the 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 potential, right? We see the talent in some of the, the guys we have out there. Um, and when they get it working, it looks like the second half from yes, the, from Sunday Sunday's game. But um, we just gotta we just gotta go out there and execute, man. That's all I can say. I don't want to go making any predictions because I'm wrong sometimes. I got the Bears winning. You making predictions. Look. Oh, no, my, my predictions are we're going to win. I don't want to try to be too detailed <laughs> of what I think is going to happen. I think we're going to get the W. Um, I think it's just all about ex- execution. Uh, we know what we got to do. We know um, Justin Fields is our, is, our, is our boy. You get what I'm saying? We know everything kind of on the offensive side is going gonna, is gonna to be up to how he plays, how they're able to protect him and how he plays. Demo is back. Demo's back, so he's, you know, he carries guys when he's running the ball a little bit different than Khalil Herbert, who runs real good, but Demo kind of runs through guys a lot of the time. So I'm excited for that. Um, I think we're going to be tough to beat, man. At the end of the day, they're going to have to come, they're going to have to come see us and they're going to have to stop us. I got us winning. Um, we just got to go out there and play. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we're going to get the dub this week, too. Uh, that'll put us at three and three on the season. Um, that's a good way to start, you know, the first six games, you know, just to come out of that 500, like, even if you're not, you know, competing and you know, you're not like, man, this team's that got firepower, like we can't even, we can't even look at. So um, like, I, I know we're not going to be in that conversation later on in this year, but it feels good to be on the right side of 500. You know what I mean? And it'd be nice for Justin Fields confidence to see those W's stack up. Cause that's, that's what that man is about, man. He don't care yeah. about nothing but that W at the end of the week. Right. So um, it really will help for him, and, and I think it'll be a spark for our for our young guys. So um, definitely on board with that. I think we're gonna I think we're gonna kick their butts. Frankly, it's coming off a short week. Um, Carson Wentz is very turnover prone, and that's gonna make Eddie Jackson real happy because he likes to right. passes. So um, uh, you know, let's see how we play. Hopefully, Jalen Johnson can be back, but if not, you know, we just gotta try to contain their their wideouts you know terry scary terry out there um uh terry mclaurin you know he's a dog and then uh they got this curtis samuel kid i don't really know too much about him yet except he's been tearing it up so right um you know we gotta we gotta be out there we gotta play good ball on defense to to contain their offense we know we can't run block uh, or run stuff so you know who knows how that's gonna turn out um but i think we get the dub I think we walk out of that, you know, 500 and, you know, Justin Fields gets to put a little, a little, you know, notch on the bedpost a little bit. So um, I think that's good too. Yeah. I think that is important for him, man, because at the end of the day, he's definitely going to need that confidence, man. And um, it's always good to have them games where you can go out there and just kind of, you know, have a good day, (laughs) have a good day. The offensive line play well, protect them. 
let him go out there and do his do his thing. Um, though, I mean, I think he had a game like that last year where he just kind of kind of went nuts and, and was throwing the ball all over the place. Uh, so yeah. I'm hoping he can kind of go out there and get comfortable um, and have a game like that this Thursday. Hopefully that's hopefully that's what we can get out of fields, like you said, get back to 500. And again, I mean, I think the kid's got a, a, a great mindset because he he gets a lot of blame undeservedly, like most quarterbacks do. They get more blame than they should, get more praise than they should. But he's taking it well, and it's a rebuild. You get what I'm saying? So it's obviously not him. Sometimes it's him, but it's obviously a lot of things our team needs right now. Um, but he doesn't, you know, he doesn't go out there and put his teammates down. He doesn't go out there and get his head down about it. He just see uh talks about the things he can do better and he goes out there and attacks the game that way. So I, I like the kid. I'm yeah. looking forward to to what he to what he'll accomplish here. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. Um, Bears by Bears by seven. I, I like that. I like that. I want him, I want him to win by 14. But what I want to do is I want to sit down and go back and look and track and each of our predictions and just see who comes out. <laughs> well, look, I'll tell you what I say we're gonna win every week and we're and we're Two and three, <laughs> whatever. You don't got to listen to yeah, me. Yeah, true. But you know, when it when it comes to the tougher one and four, tougher matchups, one and four. Yeah, what is our? Are we one and four? No, are we two and three? We're two and three. Okay. Beat the 49ers, uh, beat the Texans, and then lost. Right. Them. Okay, that's what I thought. Right. And we're gonna beat the Thursday short week. Whatever, man. We got this. Yeah. Then we got ten days. You know, get some guys healthy. Um, get some game planning in before we go and face. Uh, I think it's the Patriots next. It's either the Patriots or the Cowboys. I just had it up to tell you. Um, yep, it's the Patriots. So. Indeed. And they're coming off that shutout to the Lions. And men and Lions usually put the ball in the end zone. Even though they lose, they usually score. <laughs> their, their offense got rocked. And I, I'm not sure why. I might have to go like rewatch that game, like watch those highlights and, and, and whatnot and see what happened there because we haven't yeah. played them yet. Yeah. Um, they're coming up after this stretch where we've got Commanders, Patriots, Cowboys, Dolphins, and then the Lions. And that's our first game against them this year. So um I'm actually kind of like a little bit concerned because our defense has not been too good. So Right, you can't slow the lions down. <laughs> right, now you're right. That's a you're problem. Right. That's a problem. You're right. But conversely, they have no defense either. So right. we'll see what yeah. happens. We'll see how that plays out. That should be a good day for the offense. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as what's coming up uh, with the pod, um, I really wanted to shout out everybody that's been watching, um, listeners, viewers, uh, friends, family people who you know just picked it up people who may not know us that well man uh i really appreciate all the feedback we've been getting um a lot of people that have been you know hitting me up or i've been running into uh that i never would have expected to be watching but you know y'all are y'all are out there so i really appreciate that man we doing this for y'all um just as much as we're doing it ourselves uh but yeah keep keep staying involved we are all we're on twitter we're on insta you know if y'all see comments and reply that's us you know what I mean, ain't nobody else out there doing that. So uh, definitely hit us up. We definitely want to hear what you guys got to say as well. Um, we're looking to start, you know, some some um, fan questions and different segments for the podcast. So uh, definitely get involved and reply to the polls and all that stuff we're putting up. And, you know, we want to we want to have some people, you know, give their opinions as well. So we can hear what you guys are saying, uh, maybe even some like streams and real time uh, real time shows. So 
uh, yeah, definitely just trying to keep growing and, and keep doing this, man. This is fun. That's right. That's right. Tap in with us. Check out the social medias and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, share, subscribe, all that down at the bottom right there. Absolutely. And bear down. Always bear down, man. We don't we don't even get up. So busy bearing down. <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway, man, I think that's that's about it for this week, man. Short week. We're gonna have another pod coming out on Friday um to cover the Thursday night game. So get this one in quick. Um, but yeah, I'm uncle. Nephew. And we're, and we're talking bears.